Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews. We did it, we did it together, and uh, it's just so exciting for me to just be a part of this with them, with all the 11 other players. It's truly an experience that I will cherish forever. Taking you beyond the ropes. Whatever you think is possible for you, or, or even what's not possible, you know, beyond your wildest dreams, go for it. You know, just go for it and think big and believe in yourself and don't let anyone tell you that you can't do anything. Unforgettable stories. He's hit some putts with it, so he gets his phone out and he just takes a picture of the grip and down the putter and doesn't say anything and he just pings it to Tiger. And of course, Tiger pinged him right back like, what in the hell are you doing with my putter? Do not touch that putter. <laughs> a bridge to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be? Well, uh, I suppose it's just that I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome to the program, folks. Pleasure to have your company on this Wednesday from wherever you are joining us, whether that's in the United States or any other part of the globe. Welcome, one and all. I hope you guys are doing well with everything that is going on at this point. Obviously, we're learning more information every day, hearing more numbers every day. Certainly, it is going in the direction that everyone warned us that it would, particularly relative to the fact that the more people that get tested, the higher frequency of infection that we're going to get. And so those numbers are going to start to soar. Sadly, too, are the numbers of those that are succumbing to this virus in the different hotspots around the country. So our thoughts are with everyone during this difficult time and hoping that we can provide a pleasant diversion for you when we talk about and think about the game of golf. But tonight we're going to take it in a couple of different directions, both in a direction of, yes, health, but this virus, as bad as it is, is not the only thing that we have to be concerned about in terms of our health, but there are things that we can do to keep us strong and healthy regardless. So that's the reason why in the context behind a conversation that we're just about to have. And in just a little while, we're going to be joined by another of one of today's golfing stars. You know, as you know, through this period, we kind of went back into an old recipe with the fairways of life show one Dom and I made a commitment to each other. And then to you guys that we were going to do a new show every day just like we always have. And for as long as we can, we intend to do that. And so the recipe that we went back to was long-form interviews. And it is replete with a liberal salting of legends. And we've had plenty of them from what Curtis Strange and Lee Trevino and Hal Sutton and, and Dave Stockton just over the last few days and really getting into some classic stories like when Dave Stockton was on on Monday telling us about battling head-to-head -head at the 1970 PGA Championship and prevailing over none other than Arnold Palmer. That was mind-blowing, and all their stories were of the same stature. But I also promised you that I would have players that are current in the game today, stars from today's game. Certainly yesterday with Brendan Todd, who's won a couple of times already this season, was one of those type interviews, and it was neat. So we're going to continue that kind of mix as we move forward, one of the things that came out yesterday was that the National Golf Foundation provided their own link to information on how the coronavirus is impacting the industry at large. So I had mentioned to you guys, and we mentioned it on Morning Drive last weekend, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it on the weekend that lies before us, that golfadvisor.com is a great resource for information. Well, this is another one. Just to give you some kind of insight in terms of what impact it's having uh, in the golf industry right now. So this was as of the 27th of March, so just uh, three days ago, that at the end of the, the workday, I should mention, at three days ago. Uh, as of that date, 74% of in-season U.S. golf courses remain open the, in that breakdown specifically, I'm reading as we go here, municipal in-season 54%, public daily fee 78%, and private 77%. And the reason why they put in-season into the definition is that some of these places still haven't fully opened yet because of the seat, because it's cold, not because of the virus. They have every intent to open, and they're able to open as a result of that. And then it, and then it breaks down again. 
Now this, keep in mind, when we talk about the National Golf Foundation, this is a sample survey. You know the sample surveys. They, they go out and they do umpteen number, and then they cast that number upon the lot. And it's within, it's usually 2%, 3% accuracy versus on the other side when I talk about Golf Advisor, they're talking about their, their 9,000-plus courses that they work with. Right, So there's going to be some variance in the data that you get, but there isn't that much variance that I can see so far. So measures taken by open facilities to prevent the spread of the virus. Uh, this is as of the 28th of March. 87% have closed or restricted dining areas. 34% have closed or restricted other amenities. Clubhouse has been closed or restricted in 27%, and the Pro Shop has been closed or restricted in 25%. They also went out and surveyed executives of very large golf companies. Now, I'm assuming that these could be equipment manufacturers, but I'm also assuming that it's of the like in the variety of not only equipment that you'll play to strike the golf ball, but also the, the, that which can be used to cut grass or what have you. So of that, those executives, the question asked of them was, quantify the impact of the coronavirus on their overall business at this point using the following scale. 23% said that the impact as yet is severe. 42% said that it is significant. All right, so add those two together and you've got 65% right there, and I think that number is going to go up. I'm just being honest with you. 30% said it's moderate and 5% said it's insignificant. The reason why is because... This is the time of year, coming from a guy that was on the equipment side of the business, this is the time of year that we started to ship our largest orders. Right up till about May, May 15th, by the time you got to June 1st, the orders were already starting to, to, to go down. The scale starts to go down. Interesting, too, the, the NGF reported that golf rounds were up significantly, 15.2% through February. And now, because of what's going on, it, with with you know twenty five percent, twenty six percent of the golf facilities that could put rounds together being closed, what? And I'm sure all these courses work just like I did when I was on the green grass side. We look at we look at rolled revenue per person. So when you talk about revenue that comes in from golf, it isn't just a greens fee that you're collecting as a golf facility. It's your rolled revenue. That means what do they eat? What do they drink? What do they buy, et cetera? So it is going to have an impact on that because even the facilities that are open are going to have parts of their facility that are closed because of safety. So we'll continue to keep you updated on all this stuff. I think it's fascinating to watch these numbers. It is definitely going to have an adverse impact. As I mentioned again, just to, to jump back to Morning Drive last weekend, one of the things that I was explaining is that by the time that we come out of this, when you are in the manufacturing side of the business, you need three to six months lead time to get your heads cast or forged, depending on what type of company. So you've already made a commitment in terms of headstock. Well, what good is a head unless you end up buying a shaft and a grip and assembling them and, and all the rest? So what's probably going to happen, and the, the National Golf Foundation survey farther down also illustrated this as well, further into the report, that People who are considering a purchase in 2020 are now likely to put off that purchase. The only thing that I can say to you guys that what happens in situations like this, and I don't mean like this in terms of something we've never experienced before. I'm talking about an interruption, a major interruption of, of the flow of, of product going into the into the marketplace it can be a whole series of really bad weather there's a lot of things that can interrupt it that have in the past i, I obviously they're macro compared to the, the the micro compared to the macro situation we're facing right now but what i'm getting at is this the marketplace in the second half of 2020 when presumably we're on the other side of all this with with the pandemic there will be product flooding into the marketplace, and it will flood at discount prices because they need to clear the inventory out in order to clear through the pipelines for the regular inline inventory and to get back online again. So just keep that in mind. If there's something that you're considering, you might instead of going, ah, I'm just going to wait till 2021. All of this new product that isn't even in the marketplace yet is going to be out there and it's going to be discounted. I'm just saying. Just so you guys know. Now, to 
the subject of health, I have been fortunate enough to know as a friend and to work with now professionally someone that has made it a passion of hers to help other people with health. How and why she got into that is something that is it's a pathway we're going to go down in some detail here in just a second. But I'm also delighted to tell you that Christy Sotaro, is it is it Hugic? Am I saying it, pronouncing it correctly, uh, Christy? You are, Matt. You are. You're on point. How are you? How's everything going? I'm good. I'm doing as, as well as everyone else, I hope. And uh, yeah. everyone else is doing good, and I hope you're well. Uh, I miss seeing your face in the office, though. Yeah, likewise, likewise. But Christy, uh, folks, is the Golf Channel coordinating producer, and she has been at her craft for many, many years. And it's it's a pleasure that when she and I see each other probably now with with any type of uh, density, it's when we're on the road. Uh, so, Christy, could you tell the world what you're doing uh, in terms of your regular 9-to-5 job and to introduce to the audience for the first time what's called Whole30, where Christy is a coach for that as well? Tell us about your world. Uh, well, it's a lot, right? Um, yeah. But it, it, it's all good stuff. And uh, I've been with the Golf Channel for almost uh, uh, 17 years. And uh, as a coordinating producer, I've I've seen a lot over the years in the game, Matt. As you know, we've, we've been lucky enough to be uh, inside the ropes for some pretty cool things uh, over the yeah. years. Right now, the job, you know, entails, you know, overseeing uh, Golf Centrals Monday through Wednesday primarily. Um, I've been fortunate enough to also work on Drive, Chip, and Putt, which is a project that's near and dear to uh, to my heart. But um, I had decided that uh, a while back that, you know, uh, doing golf TV probably wasn't going to be enough. And coaching is uh, has always been in my blood uh, growing up around sports. And, you know, a long road took me down a path when I got three years ago diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis and knew that um, I wanted to find a way to, to deal with that diagnosis and live the best life I could. Uh, Whole30 was a part of that picture, uh, was a program that I decided to do to help my nutrition and to help me feel better. And, you know, I've taken that a little bit further now after doing it for three years uh, to become a Whole30 certified coach so that I could uh, help others do what it has done for me. So I, I hope that was a condensed enough version of, of kind of what life is. But uh, I'm very lucky to have both things uh, in my life. So uh, I'm very thankful for both of them. Awesome. Now, you guys heard me when I was introducing Christy. Obviously, I've known her and been a friend for years. And I said the correct pronunciation of Hugic is because she also just took that name on recently. She got married. Some more changes in her life as well. But I want to make sure I tell everybody this, Christy, before we go any any further. Whole30, and it's number 30, 30, whole, W-H-O-L-E, whole30coachchristy.com, whole30coachchristy, and that's with an I, .com, whole30coachchristy.com. So uh, first question I have for you, when you get diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, how did you know what caused you to go and try to find out what was going on with your body? What happened when you got the diagnosis? And one more to a very long-winded question. Could you explain to the world exactly what MS is? Yeah, so basically, and funny, it ties into golf because I was on the road when I started uh, experiencing the worst of the symptoms. And uh, the symptoms that I got uh, were at the 2016 U.S. Open at Oakmont. And uh, I, believe it or not, the first thing that keyed me into something being wrong was was actually breaking out in hives, um, which is not really something that's necessarily associated with MS. But uh, that led to uh, some symptoms that I started getting while I was in Pittsburgh. And like to the point where it's hard to describe, but... I, I didn't know what was wrong, but I knew something bad was going on. Uh, I was experiencing pain, neck, back, um, I was getting a bad headache. And for me, my primary symptom has always been burning skin. And so uh, this went on for quite a bit one night. And I decided when I was in Pittsburgh that, you know, I, I've got to do this. Uh, I've got to go to the emergency room. And nobody really ever wants to go to an emergency room, but you really don't always want to go 
in a city when you're by yourself. Um, yeah. So anyway, I ended up going to the emergency room and to make a long winded story short, it's, you know, I kept, nobody could figure out what was wrong. Um, but looking back now, I think that that emergency room may have saved me a little bit because obviously I was having um, a flare up of symptoms and they did give me, um, they did give me uh, some steroids, which probably helped because sometimes when people do have uh, an MS relapse, uh, the, you know, the steroids will kind of be a way that, to help, uh, you know, bridge the gap to try to get you to, to be in a little bit better. Um, so that's went on and on. It took me, and I, I will tell you this, I've spoken to a lot of MS support groups, and I am not going to tell you that taking six months to get diagnosed is at all a long time, because here I am talking to all these MS support groups, and you're talking years. It takes years sometimes for people to get diagnosed. Like, I'm talking 10 years. Like, people who are saying, oh, it took me 10 years to get diagnosed, which is, is mind-blowing, but I was pretty uh, persistent uh, that I knew there was something going on. And I did find out I had a virus. So, you know, an example is a, the COVID-19 is a virus that, you know, could bring up MS in someone, could bring up, uh, you know, a flare-up of that. So if you're autoimmune compromised, uh, you know, you can have an issue with it. So it's just, it's a really, really tough thing when you know there's something wrong, but I do know myself. Uh, pretty well, which is a good and bad thing sometimes. So it's just, it was, it was tough. And, but I can tell you that I've been around a lot of people speaking to these support groups that, that basically uh, I have nothing to talk about because so many of these people are, are in a, a lot worse place than me with, with how long it took them to get diagnosed and the damage uh, that was done. So I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones, but I know that. And uh, that is why, though, I do feel like part of being lucky is some of what I do to keep myself healthy. So I looked at it like I have to figure out a way to do my part. That's how I felt. I needed to give back. So, you know, that's what led me down the path of all this. Um, but, you know, MS is, is kind of an immune-mediated process, and it, you're, it's an abnormal response by your immune system where your basically immune system thinks it's it's under attack and ends up attacking itself. And so it can cause damage in the brain, the spinal cord. Uh, a lot of people have issues in the eyes. It causes inflammation. It basically damages uh, what's called the myelin, um, which is like a fatty substance that surrounds your, your nerve fibers and it kind of moves around them. So, so your, your damage and your symptoms can vary by person and they will, you know, 1,000, People will have 1,000 different experiences with MS, uh, but you know it's a, it's a it's a bad disease. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of them out there, and and this is this is just one of them. But uh, it is it is tough to watch uh, when when people do have uh, some of the damages and the progressions that they do have. And what is then uh, Whole 30, and how does that connect to to you and your MS? Yeah, so what happened is, you know, being a trainer, you know, in the past, I obviously know that my nutrition, I'm like, there's got to be, I've always eaten healthy because I've been an athlete, you know, so I've never been a person who ate really unhealthy, but I was pretty sure there had to be something specific in dealing with MS that I could do that would help me. And so every time I would Google, you know, nutrition and MS, I would keep coming back to these uh, whole 30 testimonial stories about people who were living with MS and a bunch of other diseases for that matter that had done the whole 30 and suddenly were not feeling the same symptoms that they were feeling before. So it's not a cure, uh, but it's a way. And so basically it's a 30 day nutritional reset, reset where you're basically performing the most important self experiment you could ever do. Uh, but you're not just, it's not a diet. It's a systematic uh, elimination of certain foods. And once you've done that for 30 days, then you're systematically reintroducing those foods and you're seeing what triggers your system to feel bad. And for, you know, as you know, a lot of people have gluten issues. Uh, gluten intolerance mm -hmm. is a big thing, right? But you might never know that 
beans are an issue for you or dairy was the one that I found out that I was just shocking how much dairy uh, bothered me. So once you've done that reintroduction that we call that phase, you then go out into your life, which is then called your food freedom. And then you make educated decisions about the food that you're eating by how it affects you. So if wine, like me, wine is terrible. I have such a horrible reaction, even with one glass of wine. Like, I don't ever want wine again. So when I go out, if I'm going to have a drink with someone, I actually don't have a gluten issue. So I would probably have a beer or, you know, a skinny margarita. Sugar's terrible. I mean, there's there's just nothing good about sugar for a lot of people. And, and I was one of those people. I, I needed to get the inflammation out of my body. And this is, this is what's done it. And it's, you know, I've, knock on wood, I've had uh, seven or eight MRIs since I got diagnosed, and I've never had another ounce of damage. Uh, you know, so I've kept, been able to keep everything at bay. So that's when I try to tell people, like, look, there are things you can control, um, and you can do your part. You know, so just being depressed and and and, and feeling sorry for yourself for being diagnosed is, is not is not the way to go. And, and that's easy to say, but if you can find something positive to hang your hat on. Uh, you know, there, there is things you can do that aren't just medications or that are usually bad for you with side effects. There's natural things you can do, you know, in, in mind, spirit, and body. And, and, and that's what the whole 30s done for me. And I am in my, this will be my third group coming up that I've done and that the results are just so awesome to see these people that were in pain, uh, living pain free or, having a disease that they've been struggling with for a while and watching them be able to keep it at bay now, thanks to this, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing. It's absolutely fascinating to think that something that we put into our bodies could be exasperating or adding to or causing uh, pain or a discomfort or, or adding, as I mentioned, to a sickness. Whole 30 coach christy.com whole is w-h-o-l-e 30 is the number coach christy is with an i at the end whole 30 coach christy.com so when when you for, for you yourself do you have a philosophy kind of like like the the pillars of of the core that in terms of how you approach what you do and what's important so that anybody whether they have MS or not would benefit from from the, the similar philosophy Christy as a coach. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, you know, I think this is a great time with what we're dealing with with COVID nineteen to bring these four pillars up because I think this is a time of for everybody right now where those four pillars are huge. And you know, we've already talked about the nutrition. That's one. Uh, sleep, you know, I, I do my best to get eight hours every single night. And yes, you know, there are nights where that doesn't always happen, but I know that I can't go more than two nights of less than seven hours. Like I've got to stop what I'm doing and get my sleep. So sleep is another one. Exercise hmm. is the third thing, you know, the get up and move some way, somehow, and everybody exercises differently and has different abilities and, and different restrictions. But exercise is big because if you I'm always afraid if I stop moving I'm not going to be able to move when I want to move and that's always the way I think about it like I want to move I want to keep moving I don't want to wake up one day and feel you know like I I can't and then the last thing is attitude and I just you know I mentioned you know getting married and my husband but he's responsible for a lot of that you know my attitude has improved so much over the years just becoming a more positive person and you know it's there's many things I do for that. You know, I follow religiously John Gordon's, you know, books. I, I love reading his books and his, his philosophies. Uh, meditation is another way, you know, to kind of keep your mind right and practicing an attitude of gratitude where you can just say, I get to instead of I have to, you know, just yeah. changing one word flips the narrative. And, um, you know, I think that those four pillars are big for anybody. And nutritionally, if you choose not to do the whole 30, you know, that's okay. If you've got something else that works for you, I would tell anybody, hey, look, if it works for you, go for it. But, you know, there's not a person really on the planet that couldn't, you know, benefit from the knowledge that you would gain doing a Whole30, but it, it's it's okay if you don't and you do something else. But those are kind of my four things that I, I just 
those are the four things I feel like I can control. So those are the four things that I feel like I focus on the most. You know what's interesting about it too is is as a as a golf television executive yourself and and for me someone that that's worked professionally in the golf industry my whole career everything that you just said applies to one's golf game as well i'm not talking about just the best in the world i'm talking about everybody as a source of exercise as the attitude that you bring to the golf course and the situation at hand to make sure you get enough sleep to make sure that you get proper nutrition all of this is going to contribute to better performance on the golf course or off and you know who's a great example of that is Rory McIlroy. I mean, look what he's done, you know, over the last, you know, what do you say, five or six years, right? Yeah. He's, he's transformed his body. You know, you hear all these books that he reads, you know, about his mind. Like, I've read most of those books. I mean, Do you have a list of like, it, Christy, I, I just, somewhere of his books that he's read? I'd love to see uh, a list. Well, Rich Lerner did a great piece on that. Uh, we aired it uh, during the players, and uh, I'll, I'll send you the link of the of the piece because the piece is great, and Rory kind of goes through all that thing. But like one thing's like Perfect. digital minimalism, I know is one book you know that we've all been talking about a ton. Um, it's generated a lot of conversation around the office, and it's just you know it's, it's just kind of a social media cleanse because uh, that doesn't help you know attitudes necessarily being on social media all the time because as you know there's a lot of negative stuff on on social media but the list that he has read is it's impressive and there's some books on there i do want to read but richie's piece was was outstanding um on rory and about all he's done with that i'd love to see that now in terms of golf channel you may have heard me mention at the beginning of today's show just before you came on i was talking about the fact that we've geared up again on the morning drive side and producing content through digital and social uh, media platforms, et cetera. Uh, I know that golf central is doing similar things. They're doing updates. What are you hearing in terms of the plans for golf channel in terms of content during these crazy times? Well, we've been, uh, we have evolved uh, quite a bit since when we first started. So when we first started over this uh, hiatus, I'll call it, um, we were doing Zoom calls where we would have a couple talent, and that was working fine. But now we actually have it to the point where we actually have a virtual control room uh, mm-hmm. from our computers. So I can see, you know, all the sources. I can see the talent. We're putting graphics on stuff live while we're doing it. There's a director. There's a TD. Um, there's mm-hmm. graphics people. There's an editor. It's going through an Avid at someone's house. I mean, basically, we are doing, you know, we've done some long ones, like, you know, 15-minute, 16-minute updates with multiple talent and, and you know, quotes and tweets and all kinds of things. So I can't believe all that we've done in the last, you know, whatever it feels like, it feels like a year, but, you know, it's only been a, a few weeks since we got back from the players, and, and this is already what we've evolved up to. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't continue to go well, and this continues, that we are able to put out, you know, an entire show that way. I mean, we're, we've been close. We've had some some lengthy updates during some big news days. I, I would not be surprised if we cannot uh, be, or if we soon wouldn't be doing an entire show through that platform. Awesome. I'm look, very much looking forward to that. It's the same thing we're hearing on uh, our side of the morning uh, drive side too, that we're hedging yeah. towards that as well. I love what you're doing. Whole 30 coach, Christie.com. It's whole W H O L E 30 is in the number coach Christie Christie with an I whole 30 coach Christie.com folks so that you can find out what works for you and what doesn't work for you and your body. Christy Sitaro, as I have known her and her new last name is Hugic. Christy Sitaro Hugic is the coach, a great friend and someone who clearly has made a decision to do something more to help everyone we applaud it we're excited about it we love what you're doing we always have but very excited about this new chapter in your life as well christy i think it's absolutely brilliant that you found a way to give back and help other people even through and with what you yourself have gone through thanks matt for having me on and the one thing i would say for people is that uh if you do go to the website you know we we have a group going on that starts on April uh, prep starts April 6th and the group starts April 13th and we are not taking any uh, money for ourselves 
uh, this month, we are for this group, we are doing 52 days of support, and every uh, penny from that is going to go to uh, local COVID-19 relief. Awesome stuff. Thank you for that as well. Uh, we will also be tweeting out, folks, uh, how you can get on that website. It's Whole30CoachChristy.com so that you can be a part of this. And why wouldn't you be a part of this? It's She's doing it to help everybody out, as she always does. No matter what her job is, I can, I can test the fact that she helps everybody out. Pleasure, my friend. Hang in there. Be safe. Looking forward to seeing you again. Thanks, Matt. Hope I see you soon. Thank you. BenHoganGolf.com, folks, when you get a chance, log on to BenHoganGolf.com. Check out the PTX Pro Irons. These are forged, forged, buttery feel irons with a hollow cavity design and those long irons with the tungsten out by the toe. So you have the weight exactly where you want it. You look down at that top line, and it's been beveled in such a way that you look at it and go, wow, that thing looks like it can cut through the thickest of rough, and you will always hit it with the absolute highest precision because of all of that technology perhaps the best thing about it you're going to pay a fraction of what you'd pay for the technology of this level anywhere else because it's a direct relationship between you and ben hogan golf just log on to benhogangolf.com and you can see it for yourself you can also see for yourself at frenchlick.com why this resort at this historic place has been the same for so long spectacular Two different hotels, now a third with the suites that they build, the casino that is on site, all of it and any of it, including their two legendary architect golf courses in Pete Dye and in Donna Ross, both of which have hosted majors. Thank you very much. Incredible, and it's all out there for you at FrenchLick.com when you get a chance to check it out. You can also check out Bridgestone Golf. Because Bridgestone Golf, they've announced that they've reinvented the golf ball. What do you say? Why not reinvent the ball? Yeah, they've done it because in the past you had to choose, well, do I want a spinny golf ball or do I want a distance golf ball? Well, what if I tell you you can have both in one ball? You can. Go to BridgestoneGolf.com and you can check it out for yourself. When we come back, remember I promised you one of today's stars? We'll be talking to him on the other side of this. Tour Edge continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old U.S. of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. Tour Edge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. It's no secret that FootJoy Flex has been one of the best-selling shoes in the game for the last few years. You can literally wear these things anywhere. Well, they now have a version that's completely redesigned and fully waterproof. It's called the Flex XP. You can wear these to and from work, hit a bucket of balls at the range, play 18 of them, wear them into the clubhouse, or out to dinner. Many have tried this type of versatile shoe in the past, but leave it to FootJoy to elevate the category. Now you can start flexing with the all-new Flex XP. Learn more about Flex XP at FootJoy. If you listen to the wind, you can hear it. That's Ireland calling you home. Home to the greatest Lynx golf courses in the world, defined by soaring dunes, undulating fairways, venerable bunkers, and whimsical green complexes. From Royal Portrush in Northern Ireland, site to the 2019 Open Championship, to Ballyliffin, La Hinch, and Ballybunion, numbering among the Lynx golf masterpieces awaiting your golfing sojourn. Come home to Ireland and enjoy the most incredible golf experience of your life. Get started at Ireland.com. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, 
Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Hope you guys are doing well. Really enjoyed having Christy on in that last segment. I hope you get a chance to utilize her, her services. I mean, the flat out said this new program they're doing, they're doing it just to help all you guys. There's And all the money's going towards a COVID-19 relief locally in your community. Whole30CoachChristy.com is the website there. So as we told you, during this time, Right from the start, Dom and I made a commitment really to each other and and then to our audience that we were going to do a new show every day as as much as we could, as long as we could. And the feeling was that with everything that we're all going through, that to have a forum like this where you get a chance to talk to people about something that's a shared passion, it's a diversion. It's, it's, It's a place that is otherwise than getting nonstop news. Uh, and I, I'm not taking away the merit of getting news. Believe me, I realize that it's important to keep yourself informed. But it's just the browbeating that goes along with it, the anxiety that goes along with it. Because when you get right down to it, the news hasn't really changed that much from one day to the next. Maybe the severity of the numbers continue to grow in density and intensity. Uh, but this is an opportunity where we have to as I mentioned, share a passion, a celebration of a sport that we love. And in many times, the stories of those that have made it to the top tier. Now, you've heard from over the course of the last week, the likes of Curtis Strange and what Lee Trevino and Hal Sutton and Dave Stockton. But we're also salting in through all of that players who are current to the game right now and the experiences that they are having in this brilliant game of golf that we all know and love so well and and hope to have back as soon as we possibly can. One of those players is named Troy Merritt. Now, Troy was born in right in the heart of the heartland in Iowa, but he moved to Minnesota where he played a whole variety of, you know, different high school sports, golf, basketball. In fact, he's he's credited with helping reach the, the state tournament for their first time. He played some college golf at Winona State. He transferred to Boise State. He was first team all-whack. He won seven tournaments in his senior year. In all, he won 21 times during the collegiate years. He turned pro in 2008. He won promptly then on what is now called the Corn Ferry Tour. It was then called the Nationwide Tour. In 2009 at the Mexico Open, he's since been a mainstay on the PGA Tour. He's had a few stints back and forth at the Corn Ferry Tour as well. He's played 182 PGA Tour events. He's won multiple times. He's collected 10 top 10s as well. In all, he has three professional wins. And as I mentioned, two on the PGA Tour, one on the Corn Ferry Tour. Pleasure to welcome Troy Merritt to the program now. Troy, how are you holding up through all this? Oh, you know, we're uh, we're getting by just fine. Uh, appreciate you having me on the show. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's absolutely our pleasure. So who are you with? Who who are you surrounded by through through this kind of being shut in for the COVID-19? Uh, I've got my wife, Courtney, my uh, two sons, Scout and Dodge, and then uh, we see uh, my parents uh, a fair bit. And then uh, whoever I run into uh, at the golf course, when I say run into, it's within a acceptable social distancing <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. measurement. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'd, where are you? Where Where do you guys live? I live just outside uh, Boise, uh, kind of like a suburb, Eagle, Idaho. We don't really have suburbs, but uh, that's what you'd associate it with. Uh, we've so lived, what it, uh, back, we've lived up here since uh, the fall of 2012, so pretty uh, pretty oh, nice little stay up here. Nice, but, but what's the weather like? You said you go to the golf course. Is the weather broke for you guys yet for the winter? 
Oh, you know, having come from, you know, spending five years in Minneapolis, anytime it's above freezing, you're out there. A lot of times <laughs> they're out there in shorts. So, yes. Uh, the weather wasn't great today. It was probably around 50. Uh, it rained a bit. It was actually quite breezy, probably around 10, 15. So, uh, not ideal. There was probably only six or seven uh, groups on the golf course. But uh, we got out there and whacked it around. What is it like, Troy Merritt, where you live in terms of the topography? When you look on the horizons, what do you see? Could you be our eyes for a second there for home? Yeah, Boise's in a nice little uh, valley here, kind of set between two mountain ranges. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Bogus Basin as our ski resort, just about 45 minutes up from downtown. Uh, I think the highest elevation up there is just shy of 9,000 feet. And then you can drive about an hour and a half, two hours north to McCall or two and a half hours to Sun Valley. And obviously the mountains get a lot taller. So we are, we're called high desert. The city itself is about 2,500 feet above the sea level. Uh, we don't get very much snow in the city and our winters are really mild. Typically the golf course is never officially shut down, but there might be three, maybe four weeks throughout the year where you just can't play, but uh, we're, we're pretty lucky. It's uh, Idaho is known as the gem state and a lot of people are finding that out now. Now, for you, how do you know what to kind of get ready for? I mean, I know the merits of just generally staying sharp and practicing, et cetera, but you don't, I'm assuming that there's, there's no real idea other than maybe colonial when things are going to get started again. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've probably played more golf in the two and a half weeks I've been home than I usually do when I'm home. Uh, a lot yeah. of times I kind of take the time to rest and recuperate and spend time with my family, but, uh, yeah, I've played, I don't know, six, seven times in the last two and a half weeks. I know that doesn't sound like a whole lot, but when you're used to playing maybe once a week when you're at home, it's quite a bit. Uh, and, you know, staying sharp for me is just playing golf. So, you know, our uh, we, our golf course is open uh, with, you know, certain uh, um, restrictions. Uh, there's no driving range uh, access right now. There's no chipping unless you bring your own balls. Uh, so that doesn't phase me too much. Um, like I said, I learned more on the golf course, so I would rather play then go beat balls for hours. I'm more of a, uh, a quality over quantity kind of guy, and I learn sure. more on the golf course. There's no mistakes on the driving range. Uh, it's like <laughs> I tell people, I've, I've yet to make a birdie on the driving range. Uh, so I've, uh, I've I've learned on the golf course my whole life, and, and that's kind of what it is. I mean, my, my off weeks, I'll play once, um, and then I'll go right back at it. And you know, the nice thing of about playing this game for over 30 years now is, the swing doesn't really change. You know, it's just you know, maybe a little bit of touch around the greens. It's been off for two or three weeks, but you can go out there and, and take five to 10 swings. It's been off for a month and it feels like everything kind of gets back to normal. Um, at least for me, I know that's, uh, you know, the minority for most people, but you no, know, I'm just I'm out here playing a little bit uh, here and there, uh, spending time at home. We just started our uh, online uh, lessons with our, with our boys here today. So I got to help them with their schoolwork today and, we sprinkle a little oh. bit of fishing on the weekend, so it's it's been a nice little break. What, if I may, what were they working on in school, and how'd you deal with it? <laughs> I've got a second grader and a kindergartner, uh, so uh, you know, just a little bit of phonics, uh, some math, uh, a little bit of spelling, some, some literature. Uh, I I did note uh, with some of my friends today there was no crying, there was no screaming, and there was no drinking. So we got through day one just fine. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure you were talking about the teachers in that regard with that standard, which is which is well judged of the same. Right, the reason right. I was asking you is that, you know, when you hear from a lot of the parents, they're trying to teach kids, particularly kids that are in, like, middle school and high school, and this stuff comes up. And, and you know, for us to look at this stuff again after all these years, it's like, um, uh, yeah, isosceles triangle, figure that thing out. Can't be yeah, easy. Definitely need no. You definitely need refresher courses. Uh, obviously, when you get up into yeah, middle school and junior high, high school, yeah, my kids at the age they are kindergarten, second grade. I can I can still manage uh, their workload uh, without checking around too much. But uh, no, it's it was quite enjoyable this morning. I actually found it uh, I found it fun. There you go. So you could spend a whole day just in the letter C if you wanted to. Troy Merritt is our guest. All right, so you had mentioned playing the game for this long and the swing being the same. You're only 34 years old. When did you start to play golf? Uh, I grew up on a little municipal golf course down in a small town in southern Idaho called Burley, and a junior membership when I was growing up was $75 for the year. 
and huh. we could play whenever we wanted. Um, so I, my dad was kind of picking up the game in the late 80s. So when I was two, three, four years old, I'd get to come out and whack the ball around a bit and you know, just kind of steadily kept playing throughout the summers. And, you know, as I got busier playing baseball as well, um, we were just always jam-packed. You're either on the golf course or the baseball diamond. And I, I, I played a lot of golf. I mean, over 150 times a year growing up and um, played in the wow. backyard all the time. I just, I loved, I loved being outside and either hitting the ball or, or shooting the ball. Was was golf in, in, in hitting the ball or shooting the ball or all these different sports, but in particular with golf, is it a move? Is it something that came to you naturally or did someone help you kind of hone the skills? No, I was... Uh... I was I was natural, uh, you know, watching it on TV. Uh, I remember, you know, listening to guys like uh, Ernie Ellis, Fred Couples, uh, Greg Norman, and then you'd have some of the announcers, you know, McCord and and uh, you know Fowler when he got going. Um, you know, kind of giving a little bit of tips here or there. So I'd watch it. Oh yeah, maybe I can try that. I go in the backyard and get some wiffle balls and some nerf balls and see if I could do it in the backyard. And then I'd try to go to the golf course and then do it on the golf course and. Uh, I, I didn't have my first real playing lesson uh, until I was about 27. Um, I never had a coach. Uh, my coach wow. at Boise State had played on tour for a year, had played on the mini tours, the Australian tour. So he kind of tweaked my, my posture um, and my stance a little bit. But mm-hmm. as far as the golf swing goes, I've never uh, really had uh, had a coach. Wow. It's amazing stuff. Troy Merritt is our guest. I, Troy, I want to ask you about a company called Argon Medical. And I know that in their case, they had a profound impact on Troy Merritt. And it was an impact that came right in the wake of victory on the PGA Tour. Could you fill us in on what happened? Yeah, my agent really parlayed, uh, parlayed that into a nice deal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> summer of t- uh, 2018, I was starting to experience some tingling in my fingers uh, on my left hand, uh, middle of June. I didn't really think much of it, and then as the summer progressed, my arm would start to swell a little bit and then go down. I had trouble raising my hand up, even up to like uh, the steering wheel to drive a car, but I kept playing because uh, I was outside the top 125 and didn't have my job secured for the next year, and, and yeah, towards the end of July, I ended up winning Barbasol, and I couldn't lift my arm up at all, but I could make a golf swing, and most of the time, it, it really hurt, but I could I could manage through it. And after I won Barbasol, we went up and played in Canada. And then I came home the week before the PGA Championship. And by that time, it had doubled in size from the shoulder to the fingertips and was purple. And, and my wife uh, had me go in to, to get it checked out. And they did an ultrasound the Friday before uh, the PGA Championship. And there was a large blood clot running from uh, uh, my chest down to my left elbow. So they got me into uh, emergency uh, surgery. And yeah, Argon had uh, a brand new device out called the Cleaner. Uh, basically, you know, uh, the way they tell me is kind of like a little metal uh, tip, uh, like a, a roto-rooter. So they basically roto-rootered the clot out of my uh, my arm and my chest, uh, sucked it out through down by my elbow, and uh, they cleared me to play if I could manage the pain from where the incision was. And, and I was able to manage the pain and, uh, yeah, play that PGA Championship five days after uh, yeah, undergoing uh, blood clot removal. So, yeah, our Oh, my uh, gosh. Great, great device. I finally got to see one in person here uh, during the Phoenix, uh, the Waste Management Open. And uh, I signed my first one. They asked me if I wanted to touch it. I said, I will sign it, but I never want to touch another one again. <laughs> <laughs> what, if I may, what causes a, a blood clot or your blood clot? And what is it actually that, that the Argon medical device is clearing out? In, in my case, uh, it, it just it, uh, simply cleared out the blood clot. Um, they diagnosed me with thoracic outlet syndrome, which is most commonly found in Major League Baseball pitchers. Uh, basically, through anatomy and repetition, your uh, your top uh, rib and your clavicle get too close together, and they'll pinch uh, either the nerve, the vein, or the artery. The nerve is the most common, uh, but it usually doesn't affect more than one. In my case, it, it pinched the vein and caused that blood clot. So in uh, January of 2019, right after uh, Sony Open, I went in and had my top rib surgically removed to free up some space in there. And uh, I haven't had any problems in the last, what's that, 14, 15 months now? Yeah, my gosh, this is amazing. So what was the recovery like from that? Uh, Well, they gave me, I went and saw Dr. Pearl down in Baylor, who kind of wrote the book on on the operation in the early 90s. It's not a very common procedure. And uh, he said it'd be about three to six months, but that was 
more for uh, pitchers. Uh, I, I rehabbed hard uh, last year, and I was ready to go in about two months. My uh, my physical therapist said that I was allowed to go play the players in the middle of March. I wasn't allowed to jog or lift weights or anything like that, but he said I could go make a golf swing. So I went and played, and then I came back home for another month and rehabbed some more just because I was expecting to take at least three months off. And uh, Yeah, he just he put me through my paces. He was real good. And, uh, yeah, I got back a lot sooner than I was anticipating. Amazing stuff. Troy Merritt is our guest. Uh, Troy, how important then or perhaps now, I suppose I should have to qualify it, right? How important has fitness always been to you, and where does it fit in your life given what you've gone through? You know, I've, I've never – I was never one for the gym. I was um, – I, I, I developed late, so while my friends are in, in the weight room getting bigger and stronger, I was just hoping to hit five feet tall when I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> And 95 pounds. So I, I was never used to going into the gym. And, you know, even in high school, I was kind of made fun of. So I was the only athlete that didn't take the, the weight training class. And we lifted a bit in, uh, when I was at Boise State. And, and getting stronger, especially with my core, uh, really helped out. And, you know, I've done some things from time to time throughout my uh, career. But I've uh, never been a huge uh, uh, fitness guy. And this break has really um, allowed uh, – my agent to get in my ear, which he does a lot throughout the years. And, and my wife set up a nice little uh, program for me. She was a gymnast uh, most of her life and throughout college. So it's a little bit more of her area than mine. And she set me up with a nice program. And, and so far I've been able to stick with it. we got a nice little home gym in the, the garage, some, some basic stuff that we can go and use. And just using this time to get a little bit stronger and, and keep in uh, some decent shape so that uh, when the time comes for us to tee it up again, I'll be uh, ready to go. That is very smart indeed. I saw your, you've mentioned a couple times your agent, I think his name is Peter, if I remember correctly, that the different things that he's done for you and set up for you. And I saw something online somewhere, I don't know if it was Twitter or whatever, something with MGM, I believe it was. Are you are you doing stuff with them? And, and was it a seminar or something that I saw, a clinic? MGM has been a, a great sponsor since, uh, I think we started about 2015, uh, the year that I got my first win at Quicken Loans. And we've been together, you know, the five, six years since then. And, yeah, they've been awesome. I mean, uh, we've done or I've done several uh, events and outings, usually about three or four a year uh, at their, uh, their local places like uh, the Boer Bars down in Biloxi, uh, Mississippi, and uh, the MGM Springfield, which is, uh, I believe has just opened up. And we did some stuff for MGM National Harbor that was just opening a couple of years ago. And it's nice to be able to play uh, the Rocket Mortgage up in Detroit. They have a nice MGM property up there. And then, our big one every year is down in Vegas. It's about the first week in November where they bring in their um, their big VIP clients to to play with oh about two dozen pros, both men and women, and and have a real good day. So it, it's been a great partnership. I really enjoy uh, that sponsorship and the people at MGM. Very cool. Uh, aside from Argonne Medical and MGM, then who else are you associated with for sponsorships? Uh, this year, I've gone back to Titleist. Um, I played them throughout my the beginnings of my career, then played Adams and then Wilson and on back to Titleist. So Titleist Footjoy, I played the golf ball since high school. Uh, besides them, uh, Softco, um, software company out of Ireland. Uh, that's been a, a fun, uh, a fun sponsor. They, those guys are great. I, I mean, I love talking just hearing the accent just because we don't hear it very much over here. But those guys have been great. Uh, Galvin Green, uh, the clothing that I wear, the best outerwear and rain gear you can find on the market. And uh, I think that's pretty much uh, pretty much it right now. I've got a few less than than I usually have this year. Very cool. Uh, Troy Merritt is our guest. I guess uh, the last thing I would ask you then, Troy, too, is when again we don't obviously don't know when we're going to get geared up and be able to get going again. But how excited are you for that which lies ahead? And do you believe that what's left of twenty twenty, what lies in store and beyond? is that you're in a position to to play your best and do well yeah you know i'm i'm greatly anticipating it one of the things that i am missing uh here what's it this week next week this week uh would have been master's week this week i believe um Hmm. or no next week sorry and uh, one of my uh sponsors i forgot to mention world fuel services uh, out of miami they usually do a nice thing for all their uh clients there um from throughout the year and and bring them to Augusta to watch the Masters. So I get to fly in on Friday and, and do meet and greet Friday night, take the clients out to the course on Saturday, and then and do 
you know, I mean, Green Saturday night. And that's been one of my favorite things for the last four or five years as well. But uh, going forward here, like I said, there's just a lot of uncertainty. We, you know, we're uh, shut down now. We're hoping to get back for Colonial at the end of May. And then going forward, you know, obviously the majors are, are all out of whack with, with the exception, I think, of the British as of now. But we'll just have to see when we're uh, back to play. It'll be it'll be uh, fun to see the guys out there. It'll be fun to get back to competing. Like so, we just we just don't know right now. We're just kind of waiting with everybody else. We're hoping everybody stays safe and takes the the right precautions, and we can kick this virus a little quickly than uh, than if we just waited around and let it spread through everywhere. So um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. A lot of anticipation from the guys. I know they're itching to get back out there. Uh, it's hard to be a healthy scratch, you know, when you're uh, willing and able to play and healthy enough to play to be sitting at home without the ability to go and, and play on the world's uh, best stage against the best players in the world. So that's a little bit different, and uh, we'll all be uh, itching at the bit to get back out there. And, and when it comes time, hopefully uh, we can make a move right away. Well, Troy, when that time comes, not if, when that time comes, we wish you the very, very best on the road that you are on and that – you have the success that you rightfully deserve. And thank you very much for the time that you spent with us. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Thanks a lot. And stay safe and hopefully we'll talk to you again. Thank you, my friend. That was uh, Troy Merritt joining us. Ireland.com. Log on to Ireland.com and you can see how and why they have the greatest Lynx golf courses in the world. Full stop. Period. Plan. Enjoy. Dream. We're going to get to the other side of it, and the other side of that rainbow, you know what's on that side. Yeah, pot of gold, I suppose, depending on how you want to define it, but it's called Ireland. And finally, uh, please don't forget our friends at Tour Edge as well, because whatever you're looking for in the game of golf, they have it. It is available to you. I guarantee you that. Even if you're trying to find like something for a son or a daughter or a spouse or a grandchild, and you want to make sure that they can play the game, they can play it that afternoon. They have full boxed sets. Check it out when you get an opportunity, touredge.com. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Christy for joining us today. Thank you for Troy for joining us today. Again, Christy's website is whole30coachchristy.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now. Take your game to the max this spring with the all-new Tour X Golf Shoe from FootJoy. Fully loaded inside and out, Tour X delivers max stability, max control, and max comfort. So you can launch it past your buddies. The Tour X wraps your foot in coziness with an ortho light impressions fit bed and a foam collar around the heel, ensuring max in-shoe comfort and support. Tour proven by players like Kevin Kister and Rafael Cabrera-Bayo. Experience max performance for yourself with the all-new Tour X. Shop now at FootJoy.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. BenHoganGolf.com is where you can go to see the beautiful product that's being produced right now, bearing the name of the legend. You know, when he founded the original company in 1953, Ben Hogan said he did it, quote, to design and manufacture the best golf clubs in the world, end quote, and that is exactly what their mantra is today, only it's going directly to you, not the retail stores, so they're saving that 40%, 50% retail markup. You can get the best, and you can get it directly from their master craftsmen. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com now. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B, the Tour Ball. 
reinvented. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com.